Hey, what's going on out there, people? This is Brian Hanley here. Welcome. There's a lot of things going on out in the sports world today. A lot of different topics. What I'm interested in, what I think other people are interested in, things of that nature. A lot of funny stuff going on out there. A lot of conspiracy theories. You know, you get on all social media. Social media's got a conspiracy theory for this. It got one for that. Look at this play and... You know, the one thing that kind of catches my eye with all of it is officiating. Let's talk ball. Broken up by Tato. Tipped off. Michael Harris has it. Here's Jordan. for the last 15 years people has been atrocious not bad not terrible but atrocious and here's the reason why in my opinion is officials are too old i ain't saying hey brian i mean what are you talking about guys aren't old hey man have you looked at an nfl official and look what they're asked to do the thing for me is that officials First of all, the training, like, you know, there's no young officials out there. Now, I know there's a lot of people that are going to say, hey, Brian, I mean, what? I mean, somebody has to be young to be able to be an official. I'm not saying that. However, you look at football, basketball, the officials are asked to keep up with the greatest athletes in the world that are playing at a, a, a speed that is unconscionable. And yet you're asking, and a lot of guys, I mean, you look at an NFL official, I mean, some of these guys are 60 years old. And you're asking them to run up and down the field and keep track of who does what. Now, I know a lot of it is positioning. You know, you put an official in the right position. But how many missed calls do they have to make before we have to make a change with something? You know, it was pointed out to me, and this is a great fact, is, the rule changes that NFL officials constantly go through every year. Is this a catch? Is that a catch? Is this pass interference? Is that pass interference? Uh, we can call holding on every play, but we're not going to call it if you do this. We're not going to call it if you do that. I mean, what are, we what are we doing? Make some rules. Let the rules stand for a while. And then, hey, then you can evaluate it. But trying to evaluate it every single season and making changes. I know we're trying to make it better, but how do officials have a chance? They're having to learn something every year. Now, granted, I get it. Hey, they're compensated well. That's not the point with any of this. Because everybody's compensated well that's participating in the National Football League. So the compensation and the money that they make doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, it's a tough job. I get it. There's a lot of tough jobs. And then the reprimands, there's no real reprimands. So 
what you're saying is officials, we're going to make it as hard as possible on these officials. And then when they do make mistakes, well, we're not going to punish. And you better not say one word about it. Because if you say anything, we're going to fine you. Don't you dare talk about the officials. So wait a minute. So I make a mistake as a coach, as a player, I lose my job. My job is literally on the line. And I'll lose it. Yet an official can make a mistake. And I can't even say that they made a mistake. I can't even mention it. Or you're finding me a game check. I mean, what is that about? I mean, we're all human. Everybody makes mistakes, but there are consequences. There are consequences for everything. You know, every action, there is a consequence. You can't just say, oh, well, we're going to do this. Oh, we're going to do that. No, there's consequences. And when those things break down and bad decisions are made, somebody's got to be held responsible for that. You know, and they don't want to hold an official responsible for anything. That's what I don't get. What is wrong with saying officials made mistakes? There's nothing wrong with that. Be better. That's what you asked me to do as an athlete. That's what you're asking these players to do. Be better. Why can't the officials be under that same microscope? Be better. I'm also not saying that they don't have a tough job because we all know that they do. However, that doesn't mean that mistakes are allowable. That's like the guy, my favorite example of this is people bang on Tony Romo. And I'm one of the biggest ones. I bang on him because in the big moments, the man just choked up. I mean, his butt was as tight as a bull's ass. Just couldn't, couldn't come through in the clutch. And don't give me that nonsense about, oh, you had all these fourth quarter comeback. Yeah. A fourth quarter comeback when he scores a touchdown with 13 minutes to go is not really the same as a last-minute drive. So miss me with that nonsense, okay? But my example is Tony Romo can throw five touchdowns in the game, and he can be the reason that you're even in the game. But that doesn't mean that he's allowed to throw the interception to lose the game. I mean, there's no law that says that that's allowed. Same thing with officials. Because you have made good calls, that doesn't mean that you're allowed to make a mistake at any point in time. Yes, you're human, but you get reprimanded for that. I understand that mistakes are going to be made. Replay enhances some of those mistakes and helps. But at the same time, let's not forget that humans make mistakes and you just can't say, well, hey, made a mistake, too bad, so sad. Human error is part of the game, but when it's repetitive and it's blatant, that's when it becomes ridiculous. I mean, you look at NFL. You, I mean, the NBA is even worse. Now they got this last two-minute nonsense where they're they're talking about how, you know, officials are going to be, you know, the, what happened in the game. Yeah, the officials made a mistake. Well, what did you do? Why can't that be public? I mean, what did you do to that official? Well, how was he reprimanded? You know, I mean, you, everything can't be in-house. How come officials are not, I mean, first of all, they're not even part, in NFL, they're not even part of 
the NFL. They're not even full-time. So why don't we talk, hey, how was he reprimanded? What happened? What's the scale? I know why they can't do it. Because you run, keep running these people out here, these same people, and all of a sudden you would see all these reprimands. Well, hold on a minute. Why is this guy officiating an NFL or an NBA Finals? Or why is this guy in the, the Super Bowl, he made this many bad calls? And I get it. That's the reason why nobody, they don't want to put that out there. But you know what? The public will come around to that. Or how about if officials have public pressure, they'll get better. They'll get better. Lo and behold, they'll get better. I mean, what's wrong with an official getting better? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with them being held to a, a high standard that allows for them to get better? Take Major League Baseball. They want to put in this, this K zone and, you know, a strike zone, an automated strike zone. But the umpires union doesn't want that. Okay, well then get better. Be more consistent. Be reprimanded. Let Make it public. What difference does it make if it's public, people? If the players and the coaches are held to a standard that's going to be public, officials are part of the game too. Now, I know we like to think that they're not part of the game, and we get upset when they become part of the game one way or another, but they are a part of it. Otherwise, they shouldn't be out there. I mean, we can have replay and robots and make all the calls if that's the case. But since we're not going to do that, and we have these people that are called officials that are out there, well then, let's make it realistic, people. Let's not be stupid. You know, let's not be stupid. Because for one, I'm tired of the bad officiating. One of the things that I think can help, I mean, I know there's officiating schools, but why don't we groom and get younger officials involved? I mean, that's something that's never... Did you never even hear about is young officials? For instance, how many guys, I know that guys, hey, they come right out of college playing football, but they want to play. I get it. There's only going to be so many people that can play. So, and whether it's football or it's baseball or it's basketball or it's hockey, soccer, whatever, there's only going to be so many guys that are going to be able to play. So why not? make it a priority to say, you know what? Some of these guys can be officials. Let's start grooming guys out of college. Let's start building schools and academies for guys that are right out of college. Young guys that you can build and get there quick. You know, I know what you're saying is, oh, well, you know, it takes a long time for a guy to be a professional referee. Does it have to? I mean, let's think about it. If I'm 22 years old and as a football player, I'm going to play in the National Football League at 22. Heck, some guys play at 20. So they're able to play at the highest level, but an official at 20, 21, 22 can't officiate at the highest level? They don't have the experience? Well, I, why don't they? How is it they can't learn or have that experience? I'm not saying they have to do the Super Bowl and they're going to be the best official out there, but I can tell you this. There's plenty of guys that I know that are smart enough, number one, are in shape, 
can move around and do all those kinds of things that officials are needed to be able to do that can call an NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball game. Those guys can do that. You know, your hands and eyes see what they see. And I've never heard of anybody's eyes getting better as they get older. I've never heard of their reaction times getting better as they get older. I've never heard that, ever. Hey, this guy, I mean, when he was 22, I mean, he had terrible eyesight. Now that he's 52, well, his eyes are outstanding. You have never heard that nonsense a day in your life, and you're never going to because it goes the opposite direction. So why not give guys a chance? Again, I'm not saying that a 52-year-old cannot officiate an NFL game. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, why can't we get some younger people out there that are able to do it? You know, you don't even hear of guys going from, well, he was a college official, now he's an NFL official. Well, you don't really even hear that. Or he started as a high school official. Well, he worked his way up and now he's an I mean, come on now. And you don't even see any young officials. None. When's the last time you saw a guy that was 28 out there officiating an NFL game? Or was a ref at an NBA game or an umpire for Major League? You don't see any of that. And I think you should be able to. Part of it, you want to say, well, you know, the, the guys will intimidate them. You know, they're grown men out there. So grown men have to, hey, if I'm the official, you can say whatever you want. If you're trained properly, you're going to do what you're supposed to do. Now, you can say that grown men need to be in charge of grown men because that's the argument that I've heard. You know, they're not going to, you know, allow a young guy to tell them what to do. Oh, really? So these same men that won't allow a young guy to tell them what to do, you're saying they're going to listen to a woman because there are women out there that do it. So you're going to have these same idiots that won't allow somebody younger to officiate a game those same idiots are allowing a woman to officiate a game? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. The women are out there because they know exactly what they're doing and they're damn good at their job. And if they're calling the game, people are going to give them grief and say nonsense to them, but they're going to go along with whatever the call was. And if they don't, they get teched or they get a flag or whatever. They get thrown out of the game. That's just the way it works. So you can't, the, the double standard doesn't exist in this case. And I refuse to believe it. I was one of those guys. I wasn't a professional level, but I was damn good when it came to high school basketball throwing me in the Hall of Fame. There's a reason for that. And I was pretty good as college football. I was a pretty good football player. And I argued with the rest all the time. But eventually you go along with what they say because they're still in charge of the football game or they're in charge of the basketball game or the baseball game. You're not going to do anything stupid. And when you do, you get penalized. Now, I know this is one of these things. I mean, the, the the championship games, the NFL championship games that have come, I mean, they were just horrendously officiated. Oh, my goodness. It was just 2018 AFC and NFC championship games were some of the worst officiated games that I've seen. And it isn't because of the number of calls that were bad. So I don't want anybody to think, oh, well, the whole game was just horrible. Nope. Because while people like to say, and it likes to be cute, one play didn't decide the game, that is nonsense. Give me a break. One play absolutely can decide 
a football game or a basketball game. Every single one of them. They can make, they can decide. I mean, a non-pass interference call, a blatant one, cost the Saints. It just did. Now, some of the play calling that the Saints made leading up to it, a little different story. Either way, a call was not made that should have been made. It wasn't. They end up losing. Same thing in the Chiefs-Patriots game. Calls that should have been made, calls that were made, that were phantom calls. But now we're, we're just making calls on anticipation. And then the announcers, well, you know, then now they have the refs that come that are part of the, the sideline, not necessarily sideline, but are in the booth. And, hey, when a call comes up, hey, Mr. Official, what do you think? Well, you know, he, he it was a bad call. He made it. Now you're throwing flags on anticipation? I mean, what's going on? You can't call no flag based on no anticipation. So you think it's going to happen, so we're going to throw the flag. I didn't really see it. And that's the thing with us say, well, he didn't have the, the vantage point to see it. Well, then don't throw the damn flag. What the hell? <laughs> Fine, I didn't see it, but I think that happened, so I'm going to throw the flag. Oh, that's what we're doing now. We're throwing flags based on what we think could have happened. I mean, it could be the dumbest nonsense that I've ever heard, but if that's where we're going with this, hey, I think that happened, so we're going to throw the flag, man. I, I think I saw it. And because I think I saw it, I know I didn't really see it, and it was proven in that game. Phantom, you know, roughing the passer. Guy drops a ball. Another one hit. The, I mean, it was the officiating. It's just horrendous. The NBA has is even worse. Now, here's the thing about the NBA. They haven't called traveling since I started watching the NBA and paid attention to it. And I was about eight years old. So we're almost at 40 years going here. We're basically, we're at 35 years. And they haven't called traveling in that time period. I mean, blatant travels. They don't call them. Guy goes up, gets bumped, comes down, takes two other steps after he's already taken three. Ref. And and the logic is, well, I could have called a foul, but I did Wait, then call the damn foul. Hey, my goodness. I mean, I mean, I saw a guy took one dribble from half court. I don't care if your legs are like a giraffe. You're not taking one dribble from half court and getting to a rim. That is not happening. But yet, it happens about every other NBA game. I mean, the traveling alone is atrocious. And they just will not just refuse to throw that flag. Just a refusal. Or not throw the flag, I apologize. A refusal to blow the whistle. And call it. They're just not going to do that. They're just not going to do it. And no matter what, they refuse to do it. And it's sad. I mean, it, it, I mean, it is. It, it's sad. Just a sad thing. Guys getting bumped. I mean, the thing about the NBA that makes it bad, and college basketball is the same way, you got drives down the lane. He might get assaulted. I mean, you could literally probably arrest somebody for assault. No whistle. Next time down the court, man swings an arm and misses him by four feet. Beep. 
foul. And, and that's what gets people so frustrated. It's not that you miss the assault. Okay, you miss the assault, then guys are just going to get assaulted in today's game. That's the way it works. Nope. It's so inconsistent. You can get assaulted on one end, the other end, you don't even have to hit anybody, and you're they're calling a foul. College basketball is even worse. College basketball, man, could be out front. Little nonchalant body bump, body action, little contact, they're calling a foul. Guy drives to the hoop, same contact, they're nothing. And they want to talk about, oh, this freedom of motion. We want to have guys to have freedom of motion. Okay, I'm good with that. Don't let anybody do anything. But they can't do that because they experimented with that nonsense. And what happened? Rest were blowing a whistle. Every, I mean, you have a game to tell a basketball, a college basketball game that's lasted three and a half hours. You can't have that. Hell, you know, have one game a night. TVs go berserk. They can only play one game a night. You got games that, and one starts at seven, the next one don't start till 11. We can't have that. It's just getting ridiculous. And I don't know the the comeback. I don't know what we do to to make it better other than we've got to start doing a better job of getting more officials, more public pressure, more reprimands. Make it public. Hey, refs are part of the game. That's just the way it comes down to. They're part of the game. And whether they work for Major League Baseball, whether they, I mean, whether they work for Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, hockey, whatever, they're part of the game. Make the calls and make it public. You got to do it. If you're not going to make them be 100% part of the league, like in the NFL, they're not, you know, NFL employees. They're not part of the league. That has to change. Because, I mean, I know that's part of it. Hey, they're not part of the league, so we can't reprimand them like that. We'll make them part of the league. I mean, you act like if an NFL ref is part of the league, that you it's not like you have to pay them less money. You probably have to give them benefits. But, heck, I don't know one. And every time you hear about a guy, he's an NFL ref, they got other jobs. I mean, heck, the NFL is only 17 weeks. Let, even if you count preseason and you go all the way to the Super Bowl, let's say six months. Well, there's another six months to do something. And most of those guys do do something. I mean, you got high school principals and lawyers. I mean, these guys, you know, they do stuff. They have other jobs. So why not promote that? Just make them part of it. Baseball's the same way. Football. Basketball, I mean, let's just do it. I don't get it. But we got to do something about the officiating. It's just gotten too bad for us not to do it. I mean, just think about it. Think about the guys that there's a pass down the sideline in an NFL game, a guy that's running down the sideline, and what do you see? You see an NFL, some official, trying to keep up with this guy to make sure something happens. And you see the guy run past him like he's standing still. And it is not the official's fault. They're, I mean, you know, 
and they're out of position. They make phantom calls. And to me, all it goes back to is that the guys, they're comfortable. They're comfortable. And when you get comfortable in a position, do you always do your best? I mean, that's you can be anything. When I'm just comfortable, I'm not always putting forth my best effort. And every, that's just human nature. That's what people do when they're comfortable. If you're a teacher and you're just comfortable, or you're an insurance agent and you're just comfortable, you know, with no thought of whether you make mistake or not, nothing's really going to happen to you. Well, there's the difference right there. Refs are comfortable. I mean, you know, you've seen the same NBA officials. Seems like you could watch one game one night, watch them another night, watch them another night. You'll see those three, same three officials. Well, get some more officials. Get some more. Just guys that can officiate an NBA game. I mean, yeah, we act like, you know, 20 something year olds can't learn rules. 30 something year olds. I mean, when's the last time you've seen a 30 something year old NBA ref? You haven't seen that. And who cares if somebody's yelling and screaming at him? Okay, I'm still the ref. Deal with it. And I know, as you get a little older, men become a little bit more mature. Not as emotional. I know that's a huge part of it. It's a gigantic part of it. These guys are more emotional. Having said that, you still have to get better officiating. You're asking the players to be better then you got to ask the officials to be better. A hockey game, and I don't do a whole lot of hockey, so I'm not the first person to see here. I know guys don't always agree with it. You hear the coaches complain about it all the time. You know, and that's the one thing that in every league it seems to be the taboo thing. Hey, you can't talk about officials. Hey, don't talk about the officials. Hey, if you say this about the officials. And what? And so the thing about it is, is because, hey, officials are human too. Hey, you know what? Brian Hanley said this about me. I'm going to hold a grudge. And well, if officials are professional, they're not going to do that, are they? So what are you saying? That they're human too? They make mistakes? Okay, you make a mistake. Let's make it public so it's not just Brian Hanley that's the one that's coming down on you. It's everybody that sees your mistake. Stop making the mistake. I get mistakes happen. I understand that. But what do we tell people all the time? What do you tell kids, your children? Hey, you make a mistake, fine. I don't want you to do it, but you damn sure better not do the same, make the same mistake again. I mean, you hear that all the time. So why can't an NFL official be the same? Hey, man, stop making this. Get better. Study more film. Anticipate. You know, part of an NFL official's job is looking at film of what teams do and understanding. Part of an NBA official, looking at teams, understanding what's going on, you know, anticipate things when you see them. So when you anticipate it and you actually see it happening, you can make the right call. Don't just anticipate and then throw it without even seeing it. I mean, it's just bad. It's a bad look. And what it does, it makes people believe that games are fixed. And maybe they are. I don't know. I'm not, you know, that's above my pay grade. But if, that, I mean, but that's what it makes it feel like, is that games are fixed. We want this team to win, 
So we're going to make this call. We want that team to win, so we're not going to make that call. We're going to see what we want to see. You know, it's like in the NFL. You can call holding on pretty much every play. Every play, somebody's holding. I mean, you can't block without grabbing somebody. I mean, that doesn't work. So you can call it on every play. And the, even then, now the ones out in the open, they'll see, and don't get me wrong, officials for the most part are good. But it is, it's the ones where it's the inexcusable calls, the blatant ones that seem to always be missed. That's what makes it so bad. That's what makes it atrocious. It's because the ones that, if the naked eye that you can just see and the ref doesn't see, well, then it's, well, what are you looking at? I mean, what are you trained to be doing? Because if you can't see those, you can't see any of them. And you just, I mean, again, when people are comfortable, their best foot doesn't always come forward. And I just believe that you got to make it be a competitive thing. I'm sure all the guys want to do Super Bowls. Want to do, you know, the World Series. Want to do NBA Finals. NHL Finals. Well, then, and I know they all have a system. I know it's not, hey, just bringing in anybody. I know there's a grading system. Make it all public. Come on, people. Just make it public. If you're not hiding anything, then why can't it be public? You know, why can't the officials grading system in any league be public? What are we hiding? What are we doing? If it's no secret and it's no big deal, hey, this is how we do it. Okay, great. Let's see it. But they don't do that. Everybody should be under the same scrutiny. I can't have a job where my performance is, or my job is based on my performance. And then I've got somebody over here making mistakes, but their job is not put on and based on performance. That is where the issues come in. Is when I can be fired based on something that you do and you're not even held to the same standard of excellence that I'm supposed to be. That's a problem. A huge problem. And you can say, hey, it's a profession you chose. Well, yeah, in a sense it is, but it's not like officials don't get compensated. I mean, they don't make $40,000 a year. So let's get that out the window. I mean, the last I checked, it's $25,000 minimum a game. So that isn't chump change. These guys are making big money officiating NFL games. And I'm not saying they shouldn't. Hey, I never will tell anybody they're getting overpaid. Ever. This is America. You get paid as much money as you possibly can. Absolutely. But at the same time, if you're part of this, you know, you got to be held to the same scrutiny. Get some younger guys in there. Train younger guys. Get them up to speed. Get them better. Hold officials accountable. It's just a sad thing because, you know, when you see the outcome of games being decided and it's heartbreak, I mean, I'm a fan. And we all know what fan equals, you know, fan is short for fanatic. So I'm just like the rest of them. I blame officials for everything. 
So I am unrealistic. I admit, but I also know what I can see. And when the officials are terrible, I will say they were terrible. Now, I'll blame them for everything, but I'm not always going to say the officials were terrible. And there's a huge difference. I mean, you can blame them just because you're mad your team has stunk up the joint that day. However, when the officiating is bad and it's blatant, I mean, you know, and everybody said, I mean, at some point, what do you do? You just, oh, well, the officials, they do the best they can. Well, are they really? Because we don't know that. Prove they're doing the best they can. Prove it to me. And just because you say so, that doesn't mean anything to me. Show me. Show me how they're doing the best they can. What's the grading system? How are they being graded? What's going on? Show me. I think that's all people are really wanting. They want transparency. Everything else is transparent. I mean, a player's salary, his, his the amount of what he's, his drug testing, if he's tested positive for something, they don't necessarily say. But how many times has something leaked out? It just leaks out. Really? It leaked out? <laughs> Come on now. You know, a player is public. Public figure. Everything about that person's life is public in all professional sports. Coaches, the exact same thing. Why aren't officials? I mean, it's like nobody cares. Or I shouldn't say that. I, I, I digress. The leagues don't want to make that happen. It's interesting. It's interesting. And I'll probably come back to this at a later time because it's 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 something that needs to be discussed even more. Why don't the leagues want to do it? I don't know. But best believe I'm going to find out because it's ridiculous. It's just flat out ridiculous. We've just got to be better. Games are won and lost based on some bad calls in all leagues and human error, I believe, is part of the game when it comes to certain things. Judgment calls are human error. It's just the way that it is. Now, you can say, oh, pass interference. You know what? We don't have that kind of time for an NFL game. Every pass interference call that you think is pass interference, games would last five hours. I mean, you can't, you know, do a replay on every single call. I mean, come on now. The refs, like I said, are part of the game. And I think they've got it right with these replays, you know, in NFL and, and Major League Baseball. I know they're kind of new to the replay, but I think guys are getting it right when it comes to replays and what they're putting in, what they're allowing to be replayed and what they're not. I think that it works for the most part. But just got to get better. Let's hold them accountable. Just hold them accountable. Because the first thing that you're going to see when you start holding people accountable, I'm telling you right now, you make whatever their reprimands or their grading system, that becomes public. You're going to see the highest marks because people are going to do the research. People are going to, there's way too much stuff on the internet. People are going to do the research and look at every call that the one specific ref made and see, are they grading it right? And if they are, or if they're not, is the better thing then they're going to get called out each and every league. But we got to make it better. we got to get it better. Guys are risking too much. They risk their livelihood, they, their bodies, you know, everything they put on the line, officiating has to be better. 
It just has to be better. It can't just be this bad, but the way that it has been. And again, when I say bad, I'm talking relative because for the most part, they get the calls right. It's the blatant ones, the obvious ones that they constantly seem to miss and the ones that cost you games. And they can't, and it's not just human error. I mean, again, Saints-Rams, a guy pass interference, wasn't looking at the ball, hit the guy before the ball even got close to him, hit him in the head, which that's a penalty in itself against defenseless receiver. Two refs, their specific job is to be looking at that. No flag. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. I mean, I digress. I digress. We're going to come back to this at a later date. Because it's something that needs to be a little bit more explored. I just needed to get it off my chest because it bothers me. It just bothers me. You know, it bothers me that, you know, you see the heartache of people. My wife, for one, the heartache of their teams not being able to to advance and do the things that they want to do because of horrible officiated games. Just bad calls that are blatantly bad calls. And everybody deserves better. We deserve better. We don't deserve to have great games get ruined by bad calls and human error bad calls. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. Every time, I mean, I know there's going to be a bad call occasionally. They can't just be this blatantly bad. All, it, it seems like it happens every single game. There's a blatantly bad call and it, Ruins it for somebody. Enough's enough. Enough's enough. Like I said, this is something that we're definitely going to come back to. We're going to come back to this. This is something that I'm going to do my job for you. And I'm going to find out a little bit more on what goes on and what goes into it. So I appreciate the time tonight. uh, And I will be back with you guys soon. Thank you for listening. of my brother Robert Aloha Let's Talk Ball is produced by myself Brian Hanley and Darren Howard at Mach 1 Productions Editing, music, intro, graphic design, cover art are also done by our director of operations, Darren Howard at Mach 1 Productions Research, fact checking by myself Brian Hanley The Let's Talk Ball podcast is brought to you by the LTB 